honestly. counting down I like I saw you with the one but I missed when you did two and then I looked and all of a sudden it was at three and I was like oh we are doing this um welcome back to another episode of honestly a podcast (laughs) with Zoe and Logan that was Logan and that was Zoe and this is honestly a podcast podcast. we do that joke so much it's not even a joke it's all we have (laughs) that's our material it's uh it's our um it's our big our big joke (laughs) We start strong. Yeah, start strong, finish weak, you know? Yes, that's the motto. <laughs> better, better podcasts would, you know, build to something, but we just like to come in, come in at a 10 and then just slowly fizzle away, <laughs> fizzle out from there. Um, I made up a song earlier when I was um, getting everything set up to call you on Zoom. You know, Boom, Boom, Boom by the Venga <laughs> yes. Boys? The, yep. <laughs> I was going to say the Venga bus, but that's a different song. <laughs> well, they were on the bus. They were on the Venga bus. And the Venga bus is coming. And everybody and is, jumping. is jumping. And I think that's important to note. Um, but I made, up, I made up a song. And instead of boom, 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 it's just zoom, zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. I want to go zoom, zoom. Zoom, 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 zoom. I want to go on zoom and spend the night together, together. That was In really as zoom. far as I got. <laughs> In um, our zoom. But I just thought that was um, really brilliantly creative. I really appreciate you sharing that. And I'm welcome. very happy to have done it yeah. in this platform where we could sing it together. Mm-hmm. No, I, I feel changed for us. I think it's important. Zoom. <laughs> zoom. I want to go Zoom Zoom. <laughs> um, how are you doing? Oh, you know. <laughs> Same. Same as usual. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. I have a giant suit on. Um, I wish. I I wish you did. A zoot suit. A zoom zoot suit. Wow. That's what we need. That's what 2021 needs. 2021 all about the zoot suit. We said it at the beginning. Mm -hmm. We did. At the beginning of time. (laughs) We invented them, frankly. And we're going to bring them back. The resurgence is upon us. The Zoot Suit Renaissance is coming. Not that. So, no, very that. Very that. You can't can't keep me down, okay? Can't keep the girl buff down. We went over this. (laughs) We ultimately can't keep a girl buff down. And when I'm in my Zoot Suit, there's no stopping me, baby. (laughs) Bribe me. (laughs) Bribe me. And I think that little back and forth um uh, mm-hmm. really sums up how we're both doing yeah no that's not well mentally mental health on physically a 10. or spiritually on a 10 baby a 10 out of 100 10 out of 100 mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. oh 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 <laughs> once again this week 
feels like it's moving at a glacial pace. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that it was a long weekend and thus is a shorter week, mm-hmm. it does not feel like it. Um, I have no motivation to do a single task, mm-hmm. and I can't find it. The motivation, she is gone, gone, and we don't know if she'll ever come back. No, no. She's she's running, and she's not looking behind her. She's just going. Going, gone. going, gone. gone. Gone, girl. So gone. And I'm just, I'm trying, mm-hmm. but I... It gets too tiring, you know? You start the day, and you're like, no, I'm gonna be motivated today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it reaches a certain point, and you're like, ah, who am I kidding? Who am I doing this for? Very that, honestly. It's, um, it's been a slog. It has been yeah. a slog. We're, we're just doing the best we can do, and it's, it's honestly not very good, but... It's something radical it's, honesty. It's it's, it's not it's great. Not very good, <laughs> but it's at least something, and that's that's kind of what we have to hold on to. It's slightly better than nothing. Slightly, yes, a little bit, and that effort I think should count for something. What I don't know, but something. We are getting out of the bed. Getting out of the bed. <laughs> the bed that we share, like the grandparents. <laughs> Charlie and the Chocolate <laughs> We sleep feet to feet. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, we are getting out of the bed and we are taking on the day. <laughs> to the best of our ability. Now I just really have that picture in my head and it feels right. Like yeah. it does feel like that's what our future was always meant to be. Um, yeah. How cute would that be? Getting like a, a big like king size bed and then just yeah. sleep feet to feet feet to feet put it in absolute smack dab middle of the room which makes a lot of sense for the rest of that plan it's like we are poor we don't have a lot of space let's get the biggest bed in the world and plop it right in the middle i do think it was interesting like just like fiscally how they decided one really large bed was somehow cheaper than getting like two smaller beds they're like, no, we're all in this together, baby. We're all in this together. In the bed. <laughs> How are you? Wow. <laughs> what a loaded question. Um, no, I'm okay. Um, as you, my dear co-host, Zoe, know. Um, feel, I was feeling a little anxious over the weekend. Had a little bit of anxiety just like bubbling through me um which I mean like is kind of a constant I guess like she's always there but she was just really making herself known making herself present um so that was less than fun it was fun you know it's like let's add a little spice to your life spice Mm -hmm. up your life every boy and every girl Um, so that was good. Feeling better now. Feeling okay. less anxious. Um, but yeah, you know, just, um, just getting through this <laughs> crazy thing we call life. Hey, and that's something. We're that's getting all, out of the bed. All we can, we're getting out of the bed. <laughs> it's, it can be so hard to get out of the bed, but, it, um, Especially when it's a large... <laughs> 
There's so much room for activities. Anyone? Anyone? No. Mm, I appreciate your stepbrother's joke. Thank you. And I will acknowledge it. <laughs> Thank you. I think you should. We should implement what they do on Freedom, mm-hmm. which is anytime Scott tries to make a joke that mm. they don't like, um, PFT and Lauren just yell, "Ignored." <laughs> and I think that's important. Poor Scott. He gets bullied so he often. <laughs> he does. Man must have really low self esteem. Do you ever like think like this man gets like beaten down day after Daily day by his closest friends? By his closest friends. That's gotta take a toll on your psyche. It has to. Do you think he's gonna snap and just, like, kill someone one day? Well, we heard him snap that one time. <laughs> we know he's capable of it. We know he's capable of screaming, at the very least, which we all know the next step from screaming is murder. The next logical step. Screaming, murder. Murder. One-two punch. Um, Love that for him. Ignored. <laughs> Ignored. Fun. <laughs> I would never ignore you. Thank you. <laughs> Deep sigh, <Simon. laughs> I didn't sigh. What are you talking about? I would never ignore you. Oh, I was just, that was simply me breathing. <laughs> it was an added, like, as hard as I might try, I can't. <laughs> That's what the breath sounded You're like. You're so hard to ignore. <laughs> Despite my best efforts. Despite me trying constantly. JK, JK, L O L O L O L. Maybe I'll snap. (laughs) I mean, I don't doubt it. No. That's the thing. That's. But, like, we'll snap together. Folly adieu. Real folly adieu hours. Okay. We should get a tattoo. A folly adieu tattoo? Yes. The little babies holding knives. I think it's important. I think that would be funny. I think it, it's a milestone. As a joke, it would be yeah. funny. The knife can say as a joke. <laughs> but it, I feel like we've had this conversation before. Weren't we going to get lip tattoos that yeah. said as a joke? <laughs> yes, we were. And I think we still should. Just an inner lip tattoo. Yeah. That when you pull it down, it says as a joke. As a joke. And then I also think that we should... Um, be like <laughs> take a journey okay back to like 2012 to 2014 okay the sweet spot okay and just get either a mustache mm-hmm. <laughs> on our inner finger or you know girl power <laughs> girl power let's That's get tattoos joke. let's get tattoos let's say let's have a toast to the girl almighty <gasps> oh my god in a little heart that has mm-hmm. frills around it but also a lightning a lightning bolt, bolt. <laughs> yeah yeah you got I think it it's I think that's really something. I don't think a lot of people have done that. I think it can make us very unique. Very original. Oh my god, wait. Sorry, speaking of tattoos, this I don't know if you've seen this man on TikTok who like comments on other people's tattoos. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's always like, if you have this, you're the scum of the earth. Like, yeah, he just I'm like, okay, on. way to gatekeep tattoos, you absolute <laughs> right? psycho. So, like, he always goes in on tattoos, and, like, some of them, you're like, okay, yeah. Sure. <laughs> you see those, and you're like, ooh. But, like, a lot of them, I'm just like, there's nothing inherently wrong about getting that tattooed on you. But today I saw one where someone had screenshot his video and zoomed in, and right here on his arm, he had a big oval Batman logo. 
like color to like yellow <gasps> and black that somehow then, made it 10 times worse <laughs> and it just like it was him talking like it was the actual tiktok and it stops and then the screenshot happens and then the zoom in happens and there's just dead silence and then it ends and i was like that was cutting and important work i just think it's so bold and it's always like it's always men or like pick me girls that are like ragging on other people's tattoos and i'm like who are yeah. you who cares i love the people who like like will like stitch those videos or like duet them being like if you have this tattoo you're a really cool person and i think that's a really cool tattoo yeah. and good for you good job <laughs> i like it like it doesn't yeah it doesn't matter like there are tattoos that you see and you go oh god like that doesn't that doesn't look great but it's also like it's not on you why does it matter like why do you have to have an opinion on that out that's loud exactly <laughs> it it's like okay if you don't like it don't get it like it's really that simple like I don't know that's like so bizarre I also like I don't know like roasting people's tattoos like unless they're like like obviously like really like insane yeah. <laughs> like the one that says like thank you mother for my life you yes. know but it's just like I feel bad like roasting something that's like permanently on somebody's body like Cause they can't do anything about that now like maybe they really liked the idea and yeah. then the execution was less than stellar and now they're stuck with it like, I don't know. Don't. That's weird. It's like, you know how, like, they always say, like, you should never, like, comment on something about somebody that they can't fix in, like, five yes. seconds or whatever? It's like, well, I can't fucking fix my tattoo, so maybe don't mention it, okay? Like, what am I, what am I meant to do now? Like, it's also, on me. It's like, what are you hoping to accomplish? Like, if you're like, oh, I don't, I don't like that. I think it's stupid when people get tattoos of infinity symbols or something. It's like, okay, yeah. like, what are you hoping to don't. accomplish by that? Like, they obviously liked it enough to get it tattooed on their bodies, so... What is your authority on <laughs> the subject, okay? Mr. Batman symbol tattoo. Yeah, that's a bold choice. You certainly favorite. don't have a leg to stand on. Not now. Not now that your little secret is out. <laughs> we see it. That's embarrassing. That's an embarrassing tattoo. That is. That's... A color Batman logo. Yeah, it looks like when people have like bumper stickers of like Batman logos, like you know that like oval. Oh, I know exactly the like, shape. Exactly. That oh, yeah. Like bad. Like, but I specified I knew exactly what. Like it's an <laughs> oval. Yeah. Like. Like I know no, exactly, exactly what shape you're talking about. I, I felt the need grade to clarify geometry. Like no, I know exactly, but it's a different vibe there no there's like a vibe of like a, an oval bumper sticker yeah it's like it's like not a regular oval yeah it's like, it's like a different a, one it's like lo- anyway it's long and it's horizontal as yes to, i know yes like you do know to, exactly what shape I, i'm talking you know like you used to be able to get like those like sassy stickers that were like, yes. they're, like bumper stickers but it's like yeah. when you were like like 10 years old you thought they were really cool and they'd say yeah. like princess and like brat and stuff like that and they would have sparkly. happy bunny on it Sure, Happy Bunny would probably make an appearance. <laughs> Betty Boop, even. Oh, I love Betty Boop. An icon. A bumper sticker icon. She is an icon. I used to have, like, a collection of Betty Boop items, because I was, like, I went through, like, a really big phase in elementary yeah. school where I just, like, loved her so much. I My friend in elementary school, her mom was obsessed mm-hmm. and had a Jeep. Um, and took all the doors off the Jeep and the roof as if we weren't in Canada. 
Sure, yeah, very practical. <laughs> very practical. Had every interior, like the seat had Betty Boop on it, the floor mats, the steering wheel, everything. Bumper stickers galore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Do are you visualize it? Yeah, I'm just like trying to come up with like a funny bumper sticker, like like beep if you love boop or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that is funny. I wish I wish I knew what shape we could put it on. <laughs> Have I got news for you? <laughs> Do you know what an oval is? Get ready. <laughs> I'm about to tell. I'm about to blow your mind. <laughs> um, have you been consuming any content in this past week? I very late into the game mm-hmm. uh, watched both seasons of Dairy Girls finally. Oh, which was delightful, as everyone said it was. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very late um, to the party, but it was very mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, and I was sad it was over because it was so short both seasons. I hate that. Make seasons longer, right? Like it was only like six per season. Very short episodes, and they're like half an hour. That's criminal. It is. I went. We went through them too quickly. Oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. I don't. I know that everybody like raved about that show. I haven't seen it, but I know Nicola Coughlin is in it, and yes. she's in Bridgerton. So she's I stand. Very funny. It's very. It's very good. Um. Tommy Tiernan's in it. That comedian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays the dad, and he's just like, he's so he's so funny. Like I know <laughs> it's so good. And there's a character that just my mom and I were making fun of my dad yesterday because it's just like him when he tells a story because they all go like calm just get get to what you're saying <laughs> and like that's that's my dad when he tells a story it takes a while to get to get there i don't but... think i've ever heard your dad conclude a story <laughs> no i don't think you have either <laughs> I, d- I think you've heard a lot of stories in between the start and what maybe is the end maybe yeah but i nope i don't <laughs> It's always like so. a to be continued, you yeah. know? Like <laughs> And then it's like parts where you're like, is that the end? Like you're laughing like it is, but I'm unsure. <laughs> if that was the point of this, because it's been fifteen minutes. <laughs> and we're I, no closer to it. We're no closer to the point of what was being said. Oh god. Delightful. Um, I also watched that zombie movie, Army, Army of, of the, the Dead. Dead. I watched it too. Yes, thoughts, <laughs> feelings. Um it was it was fun it was it was it actually wasn't fun it was actually like really sad <laughs> i first of all my takeaway with a lot of movies is it was too long um i actually okay i mean like generally i disagree with you on this um i like yes it was long but i felt like it moved really well like when i like saw the time i was like okay this is like a two and a half hour movie yeah. like i don't like love the idea of that but I didn't, like, there wasn't, like, any point throughout it where I was like, oh, this is moving really slowly. Like, I felt like it, like, kept a good pace. I just feel like I don't think that, like, a zombie movie needs to be two and a half hours, and I don't think that a heist movie needs to be two and a half hours, so a zombie heist movie to be that long. But it did move, like, I didn't feel like it was two and a half hours. But I I was just like, I think most movies don't need to be more than 90 minutes tops. I think that's the sweet spot. I think, um, it's we can if you can't if you can't tell a good story in 90 minutes then 
maybe go back to the drawing board. <laughs> maybe let's workshop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Dieter. Very important. Loved him. <laughs> Very important character. Um, I hope we see more of him mm-hmm. in the other one. I hope we see more of him. I agree. Um, yeah, my mom had like seen a trailer for it and been like, oh, this looks fun. Like, I yeah. want to watch this. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I watched the trailer. It looks fun. I think the trailer was kind of misleading because it made it look funner Funny. than it was. Um, yeah. I also thought that it was going to be a little bit more heist, a little bit less zombie. Yeah. A little less conversation, a little more action, a little more action please. please. Yes. Um, and it's like, I love a good heist movie. Zombie shit isn't usually my thing. Yeah. So I was kind of like, mm, wish there had been more heist to it. Yeah. Um, I love seeing Las Vegas. That made me happy. So that's a plus. That is a plus. <laughs> I like movies where you're like oh this feels like it was a video game mm. and like when there's like characters where you're like that feels like a video game character mm-hmm. to me it's fun it sure. feels fun mm-hmm. it felt very left for dead okay okay um i also um said that the tiger looked like my dog and my mom got very upset with me. you think the tiger looks like bindi yeah a little bit just a little bit <laughs> A little musty, a little crusty, a little bones popping out of places. She's 18. She's 18 years old. Gonna outlive us all. She Um, is. No, that tiger was fucking scary, though. It was. It was. The horse was cool. The horse was pretty rad. Um, Yeah, no, it was, like, entertaining for sure. It was. I wish there had been some more humor. Yeah. Also, the neck... The neck part was very scary. Oh, that was scary. Where the zombie just... Cracks that neck. Yeah, that was... That was a lot. That was a lot. Um, It was gruesome. It was was was, gruesome. That was a gross movie. (laughs) Also, the whole time, I was looking at one of the characters, I can't get their name now, but I was like, why do I know you? What do I know you from? And then... Right, like, right at the end, basically, I was like, "You were an atypical." Uh oh, the uh, Hispanic guy. Yeah, you yeah. played the cutie bartender in atypical. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the whole time I was looking at him, and I was like, "I know you played a love interest in yeah. what?" And then it hit me, and I was like, "Yes, that's where I know you." I had the same, like, the same thing happened to me because I had seen his name in the opening credits, and I was like, "I recognize that name." Yeah, and I saw him. I was like, I know you from something. I've seen you in something like long term, like over the course of like several episodes. And then I looked him up afterwards and I was like, oh, the cutie bartender that Jennifer Jason Lee has an affair with. That's typical. (laughs) Yes. I love when we find connections where you're like, you're in this. It's my favorite thing. It is. It's your passion. (laughs) I still want you to make that Bristol board. I will. I'll make it just for you. Please. For three shows you've never seen. But then if I ever watch them, I can you can you can take a look them see. All. Yeah. And it's right there. There was also a part where I was like, was that a robot? And then it wasn't we didn't get into that. And I'm like, is that gonna be something for later on? Which part? The part where they're leaving the casino and they're like, the zombies are coming in mass. 
And they, at one point, they shoot one in the face, mm-hmm. and the face peels back, and there's, like, metal and blue and, like, a blue eye. And it's, like, really quick. And I was like, was that a robot? Like, is that interesting? something we'll be looking back on? Who knows? Keep an eye out for Selena. Much like that robot. Much like that robot. Um, I was angry at the end because I was like, this is all the daughter's fault. If you... Yeah hadn't gotten all involved, Dave Batista would still be alive. Yes. Okay. And I know. And it's hurtful to see him have to die like that. It was. I didn't want that. I wanted more of him in another movie. I was rooting for him. I yeah. for him. I just also seeing him in a little fry cook outfit was very funny. I don't like it just like those clothes don't fit you. <laughs> like but I want to give you a squeeze. With his little glasses. So cute. Delightful. Just seems like a sweet man. He just seems like a big teddy bear. Yeah. Just wanna just a little hug, a little squeeze. He seems nice. He does. I really wish that he would be in more of the zombie movies. Yeah, that's fine. I guess yeah, they not. have like so much shit planned for like the cinematic universe because like they're doing like a prequel movie, but then they're also doing like a prequel animated series. What? Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. very strange. I don't... I'm confused by it all. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the animated part specifically feels yeah. wild. Yeah, and it's like Dave Bautista's gonna be doing the, like, reprising his role, like, doing the voice for his character, I think. Yeah. A prequel to, like, Army of the Dead. But then they're doing, like, a prequel movie, so I'm like... What is the point of both of those? I things? don't understand. I don't understand. And then it's like... What's what's coming after? What are we doing after? I want yeah, to see the next part. Kind of. I want to see Dieter if he's fine. Oh, I mean, I don't think he's fine. I don't think he's fine either. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. But I want him to be. <laughs> um. Yeah, because it was kind of like implied at the end of this movie that there's perhaps going to be an outbreak in Mexico City. Yes. That was kind of where yeah. they were heading. They were going in that direction. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know when that guy got bitten. The guy at the end. No. They didn't show that to us. All of a sudden it was like, he's like acting weird. And I'm like, uh-oh. Oh. And then he goes into the bathroom and he lifts up his shirt. And I'm like, when when you were safe in the safe? No. He was he locked in <laughs> he there. He was in a safe place. God, Jigsaw. Did you know that there's like another, like there's a Saw movie out right now? Yes. It's in like the Saw cinematic universe. With a little baseball cap. I thought that was, he has a little hat. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, there's one out right now with Chris Rock yeah. in it. But it's like yeah. Jigsaw isn't in it. What? Yeah. It's like the first Saw movie that Jigsaw isn't in. Like, John Kramer isn't in because yeah. it's like the killer is like a copycat killer. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I think like, Samuel L. Jackson is in it too. It has like a weirdly like stacked cast. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. My mom told me about it. I was like, I didn't even know that this was a thing. Another thing to add to our list of things we need to watch when well, we when can we be reunited. Well, we saw the entire franchise, the we entire have to add franchise. <laughs> even the one we saw in theaters last with a weird, like, and he's my uncle <laughs> or something. <laughs> like, they didn't even know by the end of that what they were trying to do. No. They were like, oh, we need to conveniently wrap this up. So, like, he's going to be the nephew. Like, a. Uh, we're just gonna 
loosely throw that in there. Make your own connections. The kid uh, who died in the motorcycle accident was his nephew, and that's, we're gonna like rapidly go through all the storylines like in flashes yeah. so we can piece it together because we didn't do that for we the entire movie. We did not explain movie. that properly. Our we're bad, not going honestly. to now. This is up to you. It's any a other content you um, thank you for asking thank you so much for asking my mom and i started watching hacks on hbo max or crave if you're in canada like we oh, are <laughs> um so that's really fun only four episodes are out so far but it's the one with gene smart also meg stalter has a supporting role in Love it that delightful um but yeah it's about this like very um successful comedian in las vegas who's kind of like she's just like she's a little bit older they're trying to like phase mm-hmm. her out of like her show at the casino that she like works at or performs at and so if she like hires this like young writer to kind of like help revive her act yeah and stuff like that um it's very fun again makes me so happy to see las vegas makes me i miss it so much I love being like, oh, I've been there. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> oh, I was there. Oh, it's delightful. Um, but yeah, really funny. So I definitely recommend that if you're looking for something funny to watch. Um, I think there's going to be like 10 episodes in total. So, you know, another short season, which yeah. is annoying because I go, yeah. thing- go through things too quickly. <laughs> I know because it's like, what else is there to do but watch things? And then if you find something good, you just want to... Because you're like, oh, entertainment. Yes, and then it's over. And, like, with Hacks, like, the episodes are only 30 minutes. So my mom and I decided to start watching it last night, and we watched all four episodes. (laughs) Now it's done. Now we have to wait. Now we have to wait. I think new episodes come out every Thursday. So it's, like, so weird watching stuff week to week. I don't do that anymore. (laughs) Like, that isn't me. (laughs) That's not the journey that I'm on. But I would recommend that if you're looking for something fun to watch. Um, also, Olivia Rodrigo's album, yes. Sour. I want to talk about some of it later in like our okay. next segment. Okay. But real quick, the album is so good. It is like 34 minutes of no skips. <laughs> it no is fantastic. Skips, Have you listened to it yet? No, not yet. Okay. You need I've to listened listen to all to the singles, but I haven't listened to it. You need to listen to it. It is so good. I mean, like, I wouldn't have expected anything less because, like, all the singles have been absolute bangers. Um, But it's really good. Um, Like, truly, no skips. All the songs are great. Really just makes me wish that I had a boy to break my heart so that I could really just, like, (laughs) immerse myself in it, you know? Just for, like, a moment. Like, let me get into this. If a man want to come and, like, makes wants to come and, like, make me angry and, like, upset me, that would be fine. That would be great. I'd have an outlet for afterwards. Just for 34 (laughs) minutes so I can really, this really hits a little bit harder. Um, But no, it's great. She uh, really has mastered the breakup song. So good for her. She's 18. It makes me sick. Really, really (laughs) makes me sick. (laughs) I can't handle people who are talented. I can't relate. One. Um, also, when they're young, I'm like, no, you can't have it figured out now. No, it's <laughs> not yet. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I saw that somebody on Twitter like asked her, like, which which Twilight character would be each song on the album, sort of thing. Yeah, and she was like, oh, I don't. Anyway, she like answered it. She was like, oh, I don't know, but like Jacob would be traitor, which like that was funny. But I was just like thinking about it. I'm just like, this bitch was like ten when Twilight came out, <laughs> like in the movie. That- revolts me deeply like I was just like damn (laughs) I 
I feel like if there's a lot happening where I'm just like, I don't think we're old. We're young people. And yet things keep happening where I'm like, I don't think I'm of an age where this should be a thing. It's like alarming. Like the Olivia Rodrigo of it all has like really just like stopped me in my tracks. Cause yeah. it's like, I am, we are nine years. We are practically a decade older than her. No. No, no. So obviously everybody was making the jokes on Twitter about yeah. you know, listening to the album as a millennial, blah, blah, blah. There were some funny jokes, I will admit. There um, there and I am fully prepared to be the oldest bitch at her concert when she goes on tour. Like that will be me. I will happily be bopping along with all the other 17 year olds in the crowd. <laughs> it will be like, it would be like when we used to go to concerts and there would be like the parents at the back leaning against the wall, except it will be literally us leaning against the wall, bopping with the children. Bopping with the children. <laughs> if you will. Our rightful place <laughs> in the world. Um, but yeah, that's that's the content I've been enjoying this past week. It just remembered, I know I went into like all the details with you already, mm-hmm. but um, Good Trouble, I think, ended <laughs> based on what is probably the most deranged episode of television I've ever watched. Based on the when, 87 cliffhangers. <laughs> when I'm, I, I wasn't exaggerating. And that's the thing, like I have the episode saved because I think that when we're able to see each other, I just need to play that five minutes for you. <laughs> Because within the last five minutes of this episode, Mm -hmm. every single kind of plot that went on for the whole season introduced a new conflict and then ended. Like, it was like, now the episode's over and the season, deal with that. It was like, (laughs) oh, someone who was gone came back when the girls already moved on. Like, someone's maybe involved in a murder. Someone got someone pregnant someone has to like come out and say who their boyfriend is which is causing trouble for her business like just back to back in five five minutes the last five minutes and it it <laughs> like I already told you this and you already said like you kind of appreciate it because you kind of do yeah you're like okay thank you that's thank you for this cliffhanger <laughs> but it was like five minutes like <laughs> I have to appreciate just, like, the mania of that, of, like, not doing anything in the entire episode, and then in the last five minutes, just introducing a bunch of things that you were immediately not going to solve. (laughs) And it was, like, going in between them all. It was, like, okay, this one is, like, they're having a conversation that you know is going to be maybe problematic, then it stops, goes to the next thing, you're, like, oh, now they're having an interesting conversation. (laughs) Then back to this one where it's, like, she's pregnant, what? And then... (laughs) It just, Good Trouble is insane television, and I think it's very important. Mm-hmm. Just very, very important. I can't remember if I've asked you this before. Why is it called Good Trouble? Never explained. Okay, <laughs> great, great, great. Never explained, um, which usually they get right out of the way because mm-hmm. someone says something and you're like, oh, haha, that's the title. Yeah. Uh, but no. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just, like, thinking, like, other shows, it's usually pretty solid. Like, The Fosters, which was, yes. like, obviously the show that this was a spinoff of. It was, the family's last name was Fosters, and Foster. they also fostered children. So it was brilliant play on words. We love that, you know. It's, like, every other show, 
the title makes sense and I just yeah. haven't figured out why that show is called Good Trouble yet. I I really don't know like that never it never seems to be explained okay um I don't think that's what I would have called it I don't know what I would have called it but maybe the coterie that would make more sense <laughs> like coterie brilliant good trouble I don't get but <laughs> they're doing their own thing I'm just a little confused by that one but that's okay <laughs> but I would highly recommend uh, maybe even if you don't watch the show watching the last episode five <laughs> minutes and just like I think that could be a fun journey yeah yeah, yeah. I think you'd get just as much information watching that last five yeah. minutes than if you watched like the entire season I think season. so just because you know who everyone is and what relationship they have to each other and then it leaves you wanting more. I love I love when shows do that. Like it's kind of like <laughs> where it's like the rest of the season basically doesn't matter at this point yeah. because you've just introduced all this stuff in the last five minutes that changes everything. It's like everything that happened up until now really doesn't matter because right? now you've like, like introduced what does matter. It just reminds me of um Dawson's Creek in the final season, like the last like two episodes they skip ahead five years. And so it, like it completely negates the entire season leading yeah. up to that because it's like, so what, what happened in the previous like 20 episodes does Doesn't not matter, matter anymore. <laughs> they did that. They did that in the fosters so that they mm. could go into good trouble <laughs> right. because they left, they left like the fosters ended with their high school graduation. Mm -hmm. And, and some of them were still in like middle school mm. And then all of a sudden I was like, we're, jump we're jumping, they're out of college now. It's like, wait, wait, what? Sometimes I just think about how Jeff Wittick dated that girl from The Fosters yes. slash Good Trouble. And it's really interesting to me. It's so, it's so wild. It doesn't make any sense. It's just like, she's so different outside of the show than she is on the show mm -hmm. too, just like based on... Instagram <laughs> so it's just funny like it's just like what what is this is it Sierra is that her yeah Sierra Ramirez, Ramirez? am I making this up I think it's Sierra Ramirez um yeah I think that's just like a, a funny a funny little that's, connection it's a small world <laughs> after all and it's a small did you know that they have to cut their hair isn't that disturbing what at Disney they have to go in and cut the hair of the dolls in It's a Small World because it grows. Wait, what? <laughs> they have to do maintenance on the Why dolls. Why does the hair grow? Because of the, the temperature in there with the water, it like causes it to grow because it like expands, it stretches the yarn or whatever. So they have to get like yearly haircuts. And if that's not the most disturbing fact you've ever heard, I don't know what is. Okay, I'm deeply upset by that i wish you like, had not I, heard that it's giving brahms <laughs> it's giving brahms you're not wrong i'm not um okay i don't know <laughs> what to that, do with that information <laughs> what's going on in the world <laughs> um okay so i know i was just talking about it but i just want to like dive a little bit deeper into the Get olivia into rodrigo it. if at all because while most of the people I follow on social media were all, like, very happy and supportive and, like, liked the album. Yeah. There were, like, some people 
who like just generally that I saw who were like kind of giving her a hard time about it and it was like the kind of like reoccurring thing that I was seeing was people being like it's just like it's it's an album about like the same thing like all the songs are about the same yeah. thing like it's about like a breakup like we get it like move on yeah and I'm like okay there are 11 songs on the album and eight of them are breakup songs yeah fair but it's like she is 18 years old like what, what do, do you, you want, want her, her to write about <laughs> taxes I don't like I just don't understand this like idea of oh she only wrote about a breakup it's like yeah because she's 18 she just probably went through like her first big heartbreak like she's writing about what she knows like I just don't understand why people are angry <laughs> also like I just feel like if it were a male artist or like mm. a band that it, you would be getting praise for like oh my god the story throughout the whole thing is like uh. amazing it's all about the same thing this song is connected to this like why not keep that same energy like literally though and it's like it was just like really weird and like the one person that I saw talking about it they were like I just like don't know who she is after listening to the album like I didn't get like a good enough sense of like who she is as an artist and I'm like okay maybe again because she's 18 like also like how much like do you really get of that from other albums like enjoy the song stop being a weirdo <laughs> like it just it felt very weird and it also felt very like I don't know why, like, 30-year-old men feel like they need to comment on, like, an 18-year-old yeah. girl's, like, breakup album. Like, maybe it's not for you. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, there's, like, a lot of... Everyone has different musical tastes. If you don't listen to that type of music or you don't enjoy that type of music, you don't need to write a think piece on, like, that album specifically. Like, it, I guess it's not for you. That's fine. That's okay that it's not doesn't have to be it just like I don't know like it felt really weird to me because I'm just like this is literally like an 18 year old child yeah. like she's so young and it's like it's not like I didn't even like see anybody like critiquing like like the songs themselves like for like whatever like technical stuff yeah it's like people like critiquing like the subject matter and I'm like I really don't think that's up to you to like decide if that's like what she should or shouldn't be writing about she's 18 years old and then like literally like you were saying what it, what else does she have like what do you have as an 18 year old to like talk about like she's a a kid who like comes from like pretty affluent I would say like she worked in tv as a child yeah like I don't think she has like a lot of hardships to sing about like, I just don't Also, understand. she can just sing about a breakup if she wants to sing about a breakup. Like, she's this 18-year-old girl, like, got her heart broken by, like, her first, like, major boyfriend or whatever, and then she wrote an album about it. A really good album, and it's, like, I don't know. It was just, like, really bizarre. And it's, like, I know, like, she's not, like, the first, like, female musician to get, like, shit for this, but it was yeah. just, like, I don't know. I guess, like obviously like the same thing happened with like taylor swift and like her early days but it's like i that was so long ago and it's like i like i wasn't as like, like i thought we moved past social media back then so it was yeah. like 
just very weird to see people reacting to it. And again, I'm like, I don't know, like, unless you're like an 18 year old girl, like, I really don't <laughs> care what your opinion is. Right? Like, it doesn't seem like it's for you specifically to like, be commenting so much about it. Like, if you listen to it, and you go, not for me. Okay, move on. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't need to know. I also just like the critique of like, oh, like, I like don't have a sense of like who she is. I'm like, okay, then like, I don't know, maybe you just like weren't listening closely enough. Because I feel yeah. like, Again, she's 18. Like, no offense, but, like, nobody's, like, that fully formed when they're 18. But it's, no. like, I think despite that, you still get, like, a pretty good idea of, like, who she is as a person, yeah. like, based on the album. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what people want. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I truly do just feel like people want to, like, be, like, contrarian about things yes. online. Like, it's, like, I don't think anyone needed your opinion on this frankly like if you liked it that's one thing because it's like oh praise always good to get that out but like if you don't like it okay move on then listen to something you do like like it was so weird because like the one person in particular and I like don't want to like put them on blast because like otherwise like I do like them and like (laughs) generally like share their opinions but it was just like so weird because again it's like a 30 year old man like (laughs) talking about this album and it's like he like overall liked it yeah and like liked the music but was just basically like I just it was you know we get it like you went through a breakup and I'm like yeah but when you're 18 that's like that's the biggest thing in the world yeah like obviously yeah as like a 30 year old you're like okay like life moves on like there are like more important (laughs) other things to write about but it's like she's 18 like have I said that enough times like this she is a child I don't know. I think it's a pretty um, amazing, like, feat to be 18 years old and write an album that's doing so well that so many people across the board are liking. So, like, really? if it's about a breakup, that's fine. Also, like, last time I checked, like, that's, like, a pretty, like, universal subject matter to write about. Truly. Like, like all songs. <laughs> I don't know. And it's, like, also, like I said, like, there are, like, a few songs on the album that aren't, like, explicitly about a breakup. Like, the first track is Brutal, which is great. And then there's one called Jealousy Jealousy, which is basically just about, like, how social media completely, like, warps your perception of things, which I think is a very timely song. And then, like, the closing track is called Hope You're Okay. And it's, like, actually a really beautiful song about, like, kids who are, like, gay and, like, the shit that they go through. And she's basically saying, like, I hope you're okay and stuff. And I'm like, that's actually, like, a really, like... I don't know, probably, like, important song for, like, this, like, young new artist to, like, put on their album knowing that, like, they probably have a lot of, like, young, like, queer fans listening, so whatever. I'm an Olivia Rodrigo stan. Stan. What would their names be? I've seen some people call them, um, Rodrigo's. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) Mixologist and Rodrigo. (laughs) That's me. I'm putting that on my resume. It's beautiful. But anyway, I don't know. Go stream Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. It's a fucking bop. I, love I saw it. people um, saying that like Taylor Swift has caused an entire group of people to not be able to relax and enjoy an album coming out without like <laughs> trying to find clues for the next one. Because they posted the Sour Patch Kids box. Yeah. And it says first they're sweet, then they're sour or whatever. Sour and sweet. And they're like, oh my god, the next album's going to be sweet. <laughs> Which would be very smart. 
I mean, like, Taylor Swift really has mastered, like, the Easter eggs of yeah. it all. Like, that, I, being, like, a Taylor Swift stan sounds exhausting. It because sounds like a lot of work. I can't be looking for clues that much, okay? She's, like, asking people to, like, get out their decoder rings and figure shit <laughs> yeah. out. Like, I... I can't. I feel like I'm in an escape room. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Literally, it's <laughs> Like, can we have hints? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, God. It's all, it's all a lot. Everyone's opinions are a lot. A lot. It's like, okay, sure. Dunk on an 18-year-old. Good for <laughs> you. You told her. You told her. Good for you. This girl who, like, bared her soul, be, like, writing, like, very personal songs about going through a breakup. Yeah. And you're like, hmm. <laughs> I don't think like it's it was all about good. a breakup. There's a lot of songs about your little breakup. Like, I just think that's so bizarre because it's just, like, literally so many other artists will do that where, like, hello, like, the Dixie Chicks, or sorry, the Chicks' most recent album was all about Natalie Maine's divorce from her husband. Like, that was basically an entire album. Like, songs are always about (laughs) breakups or love or, like, very specific like, I don't know what you want her to sing a song about. I also just, like, like don't know what you... Like, the first three... Like, the three singles that she put out ahead of the album release yeah. were all about, like, going through a breakup from, like, yeah. different, different perspectives. So it's, like, what you were all of a sudden thinking the album was going to, like, shift gears and be about, like, what exactly? <laughs> college applications? Like, yeah, I don't... like, I literally don't know what you want her to sing about. Because, like, that... What would be entertaining? Then. Because then, like, that's the other thing, because people are always like, oh, you, like, sing about what you know, okay? Like, sing about what you yeah. know. And then they're like, too much! <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'll, I'll sing about what I know. I know about going through, like, a breakup that was very upsetting to me as, like, a, a teenager. And they're like, and they're like get a load I of didn't, this. <laughs> I didn't mean that. Like, reel it in. Weirdos. Anyway, what else is going on? <laughs> um, I don't have a lot um, about this, but I think it's worth noting um, that Timothy Chalamet... <laughs> is going to play a young Willy Wonka. I just feel like how we started this episode, we need to maybe talk about the Wonka of it all. The Wonka um, of it all. I feel like too much of movies lately are um, prequels no one asked for yeah, and backstories to characters no one asked for. I think it kind of ruins it, to be honest. Like, I don't really need to know about Willy Wonka before Charlie and the Chocolate Chocolate (laughs) Factory. (laughs) Like, I feel like that takes whimsy out of it. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah, no, like, I haven't been sitting here wondering, like, the origin story. Wondering what the origin story of Willy Wonka. Like, I, 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 nope haven't hasn't crossed my mind it just kind of like i don't i don't need to know what got him to that it just kind of ruins the story a little bit like it's just like no i think you're right because like i think it's like i like because like that's the whole like that's the whole thing with like charlie the chocolate factory is this like this like crazy yeah chocolatier candy guy just like owns this giant factory and it's like it's wild a magical it's it's a magical place And, and it's like i don't like you said, I think knowing the origins of that kind of just, like, ruins the fun a little bit. Like, it's like, I don't need to know how we got there. It's just that once you're there, it's like, wow, this is wild. Don't take me into that tunnel because it scares me every time. 
But like, I I don't know. And it's the same with like the Cruella Deville. I just like don't know if I ever needed that. Like, I don't I don't want to know about her her teen years or her adolescence. Like, I think I said this to you in like a text recently. But like, the only Disney villain that I think an origin story would be interesting is Ursula from The Little Mermaid. That's, That's the it. only one where yeah. I'd be like, you know what? That could slap yeah. if you cast the right people in it and had the right writers. Cruella DeVille um, kills and skins puppies. Puppies. <laughs> puppies. You're like, I, mm, I don't really know like how you're going to like redeem that or like no. make her redeem. Like, oh, I don't like, I don't understand this obsession with like humanizing the villains. No, they're, no. they're villains for a reason. And, and not every villain it, has to be like humanized. <laughs> and that's why it would work for Ursula too. She doesn't do anything outright bad. Like she gives options and Ariel takes them. Like honestly, like, Ariel just didn't have a lawyer know. present, okay? Like Ursula like drew up. And a that's her own fault. <laughs> honestly, we will be victim blaming Ariel for getting her voice taken away. Absolutely. Ursula was very forthcoming with her. <laughs> she told her what was gonna happen and Ariel said, I want this prince I've never spoken to in my life. Go ahead and sign the scroll. Flotsam Jetsam. Now <laughs> I got it, girls. <laughs> the boss is on a roll. We are those eels. Deep down. Uh, remember when um, Bowen and Matt were like petitioning for them to be cast as Flotsam and Jetsam? I think they should have been. And if they aren't, we should be. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, no, it's like I didn't ask for an origin story of Cruella Deville. I didn't ask for an origin story of Willy Wonka. <laughs> I just think it's like it's not adding anything. To, and also, like Timothy Chalamet feels like a very weird choice. I saw a tweet. I can't remember who it was from, but they were just like, "This is such an uninspired casting," and yeah. like it literally is. It's just like, oh, you just picked him because he's like very hot right now. Like everybody yeah. is like in love with Timmy, Timothy Chalamet. It's like, he's not, like, I don't think he's going to bring any sort of, like, no. wackiness to the role. And it's a musical? And I just, like, don't know. I don't know about that. I keep forgetting about that aspect. I, I don't know about that. I, like, see that and then I immediately block it from yeah. my memory. At first, like, when I saw the first tweet that I saw about this, mm-hmm. I didn't see that it was a musical. And then later I saw someone else talking about it being a musical and I had to go back and go, wait, what? <laughs> and, yeah. That's apparently what they're doing. So that's something they've decided on. I just am so bored with the movies that are being made because it's like, I feel like, I feel like 90% of what gets made now is like prequels that we didn't ask for, like origin stories that we didn't ask for um remakes of movies that we've already seen and already yeah. know and already love like i don't need another live action disney remake okay oh like we don't we know we know all these stories and we know how they end and it's just like it's not even like a reimagining of anything oh. it's just like literally a remake every single time and it's getting it's getting so tiresome <laughs> like i don't want to see young willy wonka i don't need to Give me something else. Give me anything else. Ugh. I I just I don't understand how like these projects get greenlit and just no. have like like 
presumably like tens of millions if not hundreds of millions of dollars thrown at them to be made and I'm like for what why are we doing this and then I just think of like how many like pitches these places get of like new things yes. that they don't do I'm like what are we missing out on here probably good our movies <laughs> we have plenty we of have ideas. plenty of ideas and they're all great and someone should listen to us no that's exactly it it's just like like I feel like between the two of us like we follow so many like really talented writers on Twitter and stuff like that and I'm like I know that like the shit that you're coming up with is like really good and I honestly feel that's why so many people are writing for TV now because yeah new creative ideas are it's like movies are like just so shitty now so shitty because it's like either following a formula too much where you're like okay like I know what's gonna happen right away or it's just literally, yeah, like we said, origin stories or remakes or live action versions. Yeah. Or then there's like like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which like no shade to them. Like obviously yeah. on entertaining movies, but it's just like, like that's all that gets made right now. Yeah. I just, I want something more. Spice it up. Spice up our life. Again. Every boy and every girl, spice up your life. People of the world, spice, spice up your up life. Spice up your life. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you're having a good time. You know? I, yes. Amen, sister. Up top. <laughs> I high-fived you through the Zoom and you did not high-five me. There you go. There's my high-five. Also, I feel like it's worth noting, again, don't have a lot to go into, but mm-hmm. KJ Appa, um, notorious, infamous enemy of the pod, is going to be a father. He and is. that just, that's something. Um, yeah. <laughs> Special. Like said, not much to say on that one, just that him and his girlfriend are expecting a child. Just a life update for you guys. Um, he has um, produced Spawn, who can also be fatphobic with him, I guess. So. I I don't know. Like, I'm concerned for him because, like, does he know that, like, when women are pregnant, their stomachs expand? I'm going to make that <laughs> We got like, there together. I don't know. His girlfriend's in I don't know. <laughs> She's, it's going to, it's going to get big. <laughs> like, KJ, are you ready for that? Are you ready for that? I don't think he's ready for that jelly. He's ready for that jelly at all. <laughs> um, another thing that like I don't really have like much to like offer in the way of commentary, yeah. but um, last week we did mention Taika Waititi and Rita Ora and the oh, fact that were dating. Yeah. And I just feel like it's worth noting that um, that couple has been um, upgraded to a thruple, <laughs> um, and now Tessa Thompson is involved. <laughs> I just when you thought it couldn't get more like out of pocket. It did. Mm-hmm. And it's like nothing against these people. No. Nothing at all. Like you do you and you and you. But like it's so out of nowhere that I'm left reeling. <laughs> like I don't know what to do with this information. My brain has not processed the Rita aura of it. And now we're adding a third person. There are I wasn't too many. Ready. There are too many moving parts. I um I respect what they're doing. They all seem to be consenting adults. Good for them. I'm just... It's a lot to unpack. I just wasn't prepared to receive that 
information when I did in the way we all did, which was just pictures all over the internet. It's like you said, like the the Rita aura of it all was a lot mm-hmm. to come to terms with. And I feel like collectively we were all still just like mm-hmm. getting used to that. And then Tessa Thompson was like, actually, I am also, I'm also involved. Here. <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. Respect, but also confusion. <laughs> a lot of confusion. I felt like we were all very much that fourth guy in the picture where he's just sitting off to the side looking at it. Not with sure, like, we can't really read what emotion is on his face, and I think that's all where we're at. Just like, okay, oh, okay, that's happening. Yeah. Oh, and you as well, okay. (laughs) Okay. The the Tessa Thompson is easier to understand, because at least I understand how her and Tyga know each other. Like, they've worked together. Yeah, that one makes a lot of sense. I'm still trying to figure out how Rita factors into all of this. How did she... How did she meet either of them? I don't know. And I don't understand. And I don't think any answer <laughs> will make sense. I think this is just information that we all have. And we all have to do with it what we can. Which is not absorb it. Mm-hmm. Not absorb it. They seem to be having fun. And I respect that. And I wish them all the best. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. Keeping on. Amen. Um, moving right along. All Stars season six. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, so the cast got revealed for that today at press time. It's Wednesday, May 26th. And the cast for Drag Race All Stars season six got revealed. Um, how are how are you feeling? Um I was very excited to go and look at who was cast. Sure. And that excitement, I can't say, <laughs> lasted the duration of the video. It diminished quickly. <laughs> very quickly. Um, much like Rita Ora left me confused with the choices being made. Um, there's a lot of people where I'm like, you were just here, were you not? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people where it's like, I think we've had our chance now to win. I don't think it's in the cards. That's exactly it. And so there are Pan- Pandora Box is coming back. Ginger yeah. Minch is coming back. Eureka. Sophia is coming back. <laughs> Eureka is coming back. There's four queens that have already been on two seasons. Yeah. Like, I know right off the bat, none, none of you four are going to win because they're not going to have a queen win that's already been on now for a third time. Like, that's just, it's not going to happen. It's not. And I, I just, I said this to Logan earlier, but there's like, there's a lot of big queens in this season. And I feel like it's not like an organic thing where we're like, we need more big queens. It just feels like we're going to put them all together so we can push a storyline. And I feel like that's what's happening. It's just like, it, it's already feeling produced. Yeah. Which is what we don't like. <laughs> it's going to be like Battle of the Big Queen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to be, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of queens back from season 11, which is interesting because that was a really bad season, in my opinion. <laughs> like, it wasn't great. Like, um, I think that was like a really weak season. So it's interesting that they chose so many queens to come back. I am excited to see Sonique. 
Sonique Boom. Very excited that she's there. I hope she does well. I want to see more of her um, backflips. She looks so stunning. Oh my god. She's like so She beautiful. was stunning her original season and she's yeah. gotten even more gorgeous. Um, yeah, like... I'm really excited for Sonique. I'm excited for Trinity K. Bonet because she yes. had a good lip syncer in her season. Yeah. She was kind of shit at everything else, but she was really good at lip syncing. Yeah. So I'm excited to see like her growth. growth. And like that's kind of like the one good thing. At like at least they've picked some queens from like older seasons. So I'm like, okay, you've had like several years Time. to kind of yeah. like figure shit out and get better. Um like, I love Ginger Minj. I'm, like, happy that she'll be back, I guess, but... But I, like, do we need her back? Like, you no. Know? No. We don't. Also, like, Pandora didn't recognize her. There's time a- has passed. Time has passed. Amen, sister. <laughs> time has passed, didn't know who she was, and then was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. Pandora. Um, Ser- Serena Chacha? Is that her name? Yes. Or am I combining two different queens? I think it's Serena Chacha. She's we'll go back. With it. <laughs> Didn't know who she was for a solid minute. <laughs> like, went, oh, okay. I. This is the problem with, like, the Drag Race cinematic universe. And I mean, like, we're not the first people to point this out, but it's like, they churn out these seasons so quickly and that's like especially a problem with all stars is that like the point of all stars is that it's supposed to contain all stars like it's supposed to contain people that like either did really well in their seasons but didn't win or like had really good personalities and like room to grow and really improve and come back and like absolutely play on all stars um i just feel like this season of all stars they've really all stars is a loose term they're being generous with that yes. terminology. Yeah. Um, and I do feel like the bottom of the barrel has been scraped. Just. <laughs> and Serena Cha-Cha came off. Right on top. I don't get it. It feels very like we got to get a season out. So let's let's bring back these people that like we know are going to come back. Also, Jan. I was just about to say Jan. Jan. Like. I, again, said this earlier to Logan, but I feel like Jan was, like, a fan favorite for a moment, and then it was just, like, it got to a point where it's, like, okay, but, like, everyone also thinks that they should win. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, you're not, like, missing out on something you, like, deserve. Like, everyone yeah. is in the same boat. It felt very, like, in All-Stars when Alaska has her little temper tantrum where she's, like, I need to win this. I hate that. Like, it feels like that's kind of what happened on the season towards the end with Jan, and I don't know if I'm, like, that excited now. I think, like, if you had asked me, like, right after Jan's season, I would have been yeah. like, yes, I'd love to see yeah. her on All-Stars, because I do think she's quite talented and, like, has more to show than she yeah. did on her season, because I think, like, she was one of those queens that came in, and everybody was like, oh, she's gonna do really well, and then she kind of just, like, fizzled out, honestly. Yeah. Um, But I was saying this to Zoe earlier, it's like, we just finished, like, Rosé's season, and, like, Rosé and Jan are the same person, but in different fonts. And my mind was blown, because that's extremely accurate. That's the vibe. And so I feel like I've, I feel like I've seen Jan recently, even though I haven't, like, it's yeah. a couple of seasons of, you know, regular and all-stars, etc. 
but I'm just kind of like, okay, like I just saw Rose, so I feel like I've seen you. Yeah. Um, so I kind of like don't need to see your redemption on like All Stars. <laughs> I just feel like there's there's no one on this season of All Stars where you're like, oh my god, yes. Like Sonique would be the one. Yeah. But like And I feel like even that's kind of like pushing it. Exactly. It's just like, okay, I guess that's who I'm excited for. It's just Well, and I don't it's know. also just like I just feel like Rue has been so weird about, like, trans queens in the past. Yeah, Like, I really would be surprised if Sonique ended up winning. So I'm just, like, I feel like they brought yeah. her back, like, to be, like, look. A token. We're fine. We don't have yeah. a problem with trans queens, even though, like, we've so literally, that no one- <laughs> we've literally had a problem with them, like, in many previous seasons. Um, so that no one can use that anymore. To be yeah, like, exactly. When Paul did this, he'd be like, oh, well, Sonique was on. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I think, like, who are queens that you would want to see back for All-Stars? Like, if you could, like, cast a season. I want a season of All-Stars that is all the people who got the villain edit. Ooh, that's fun. Just like all-star villains. I want everyone back who was like nasty. Ooh, so like Fifi O'Hara? Fifi. (laughs) Fifi is who I was going to say yes. Like Fifi. Who else? All that comes to mind is Fifi. Fifi is the ultimate drag race villain. Villain. Uh, Gia Gunn. I mean, she's already done all-stars once, but. Yes. But that would be entertainment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why can't I think of her name? I feel like the Vixen got a bad edit. Yes. So I feel like the Vixen could go into the villain edit. I think so too, because I don't think the Vixen is really a villain. No, I think they they played up being angry about things that she had every right to be angry about. Yeah, I into, think whoever was like producing that season was being racist, basically. Yes. And they were like, let's yes. make Eureka look like the victim in this yeah. situation. Um, maybe Elliot with two T's. <laughs> Throw her into the villain. <laughs> Let her have some fun with the vixen there. Um, I would like to see that conversation. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, I think that'd be very fun to just have like all the villains in one season. And mm-hmm. I also think that I think it's probably like there's rumors about it, but I want an all-star season that's people from all the different drag race like drag race canada mm-hmm. uk down under which i still haven't watched yet apparently it's shit that's what i've heard as well nadia is watching it oh is she, she said that she said that something happened on the last episode that just made her not want to watch anymore and i was like what yeah i saw people on tiktok talking about how i think they're like in they were like at the top seven or something like that and it yeah. was all white queens and then i think somebody got brought back so now it's the top eight and it's still all white queens. All white. So, I don't know. For like, I don't know. It's a bold choice. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's interesting for sure. Apparently, it was like the first time, like in Drag Race history, that it was like an all white top seven. Like that's never happened on any other that's season. That's not great. <laughs> that's it, really bad, actually. But I have to be honest. To be honest, there's no reason for that to be happening. No. Um. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 But yes, further to your point, I think they are doing an international all-stars and I kind of thought that that was the season that was going to be airing now. That's because what I thought too. I think Lemon and Jimbo from Canada's Drag Race are going to be on. 
because they made that joke where like they were off the internet for a yeah. while and then all of a sudden all these people were coming back they're like sorry my phone was broken or like sorry i was looking for my phone it's like that seems like a fun cast like why mm-hmm. couldn't we do that this just feels like very filler all-stars yeah it's just like a bunch of filler queens who would you want on your all-star season um i love the idea of the villain edit i think that's really funny um I've kind of always liked the idea of doing like the winner from each season, like an all yeah. winners season. Like not that they would yeah. ever do that because it's like, what do any of those queens have to prove? But I think that would be quite fun. That would be fun. Or like the runner up. Yeah. Cause there's been so, like the winners have been, like all been so different over the years. So I think it'd be really yeah. fun to like have them all in a season. Um, but like, I'd like to see something like peppermint come back for all stars. Yeah. Um, I like would love to see pep. Um, who else that like Fifi. hasn't already been? <laughs> Let's just have Fifi on every season. Yeah. Um, Roxy Andrews here to make. And I'm it here clear. to make it clear. I know you love me, baby. That's why you, That's brought, why you me brought me here. here. I was the bitch on season <laughs> five. Five. <laughs> Gonna make it right. Give me a sewing challenge, and I'll give you what you like. Amen, sister. Um. I'm, like, not really, like, thinking of anyone else. I think, like, Peppermint would be, like, the standout for me. Like, I'd really mm-hmm. love to see her come back. Um, Alexis Michelle, maybe? Let's get yes. Alexis Michelle back. Yes. Honestly? Absolutely. Yes. Kind of a vibe. <laughs> That's why she paints for Subway Dance. That's why she paints for Subway Dance. That's it. That's the reason. God, I would love to see her back. <laughs> um oh there was somebody was there somebody on like the most recent season i've already forgotten i know same um uh, i got next simone candy who else was on that season i feel like there was somebody from the most recent season that i was like oh if you came back for all stars you'd probably be really good but now i can't remember who it was (laughs) i can't even remember who was on it was, like, I such a long season. Like, it just went on for 87 years. It was too much. It's not really. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I feel like they should have all the queens back on All Stars who now have their own podcast together. <laughs> Willem, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Katya, Trixie. Yeah. Bob. Uh, Bob and Monet. Um, Latrice, Latrice and Manila. Bad podcast. <laughs> Not a good podcast. <laughs> I think that could be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That's our overall takeaway from the All Stars lineup. Yeah, just I'm to, just like not excited about it. I'm not. Yeah, there was nothing. Nothing really grabbed me, <laughs> and like also like. I know that they just, like, churn these seasons out, like, so quickly, but it's, like, I would have rather just waited a little bit longer and gotten a better Better cast. Yeah. Me too. Because, like, I assume Canada's Drag Race will be starting up this summer again, like, presuming they, like, kind of go by the same, like, timeline that they did last year. So it's, like, I'm excited for that. Obviously, that was, like, pretty good last season. Um, surprisingly so because surprisingly I was, so i was ready for it to not, not um, be. 
So I like kind of would just like rather wait for a season of that or then like wait for the international all-stars yeah. that they are rumored to be doing. I think that's just how it should be now. Yeah. Since there are so many like spin-offs, like just do all-stars with like a bunch of people. Yeah. Because then you have more variety. Exactly. And I just think at this point, like obviously as shown with like the season six cast, like they're like triple dipping at this point with some of these queens. So it's just like, you're clearly running out of options, like viable options. With... And we can see it now. <laughs> Wait, you know who I want back? I oh. want Willem and Pearl back for an all-star season. <laughs> I want two of Rue's most hated queens back. Put them on the villain. Put them yes. on the villain season. Yes. What oh I would do. Oh my god. I would give an organ, I think. Oh my god. Yeah. See that happen. Yeah. Do I have something on my face? Absolute legendary shit. Forever Girl. changed. Girl, we don't deserve you. Forever changed. Oh my god. Is there anything else going on? I mean, probably. But who are we to comment? We don't know. We're barely <laughs> functioning people. Do you expect us to keep track of what's happening in the world? That's on happen. you. That's on you, babe. Sorry. That's on you. I oh, think we, we I guess did a lot. <laughs> I guess I'm like we covered here. a lot. Um, don't forget to follow along with us on social media. We're on <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at HonestlyPod and Facebook.com slash HonestlyPod. We have an email address. We do. HonestlyPodcast at gmail.com. We have a website honestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home don't forget the slash home it will lead you nowhere we also have merch for perch we do you can go to the aforementioned website and click on the merch tab and it will take you there and you can view the wares that we are constantly peddling we have so many to peddle look at so them many. is all um, we ask or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com and also yeah. take a look. Both Takes options right will take you there, okay? So it's just, it's a real your Sophie's choice, choice okay? <laughs> pick pick whatever you want. Choose your own destiny. Choose your own destiny, absolutely. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen, wherever you are able to. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Potable Pocket Casts. Maybe some other places. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to find out. It's hard to say, but we are out there. So wherever yeah. you find us, let us know. Um, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, feel free to send us a screenshot of it and we'll send you some limited edition Honestly Pod stickers. They're so limited. They're such an addition for sure. The way that I limb that dish. <laughs> oh, snatch. <laughs> They just, you gotta get them while they're hot. And God, they are, are they piping. hot. Scorching. Absolutely scalding. Um, Is that it? That's all. Alright. Bye. Honestly is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media forward slash podcasts.